Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Nonsense Podcast. My good buddy, Mike Baldwin, where we believe that COVID was one of the biggest lies ever told, that our government and media are largely corrupt, that uh, climate change is just a big money grab, and uh, that Joe Biden is an absolute disgrace. Did I already say that part? Um, <laughs> um, we think that a lot of things that a lot of people in this country are, are waking up to, or at least it seems that way, and... Uh, Got a lot to talk about today. Trump's Trump's arrest, which I was wrong about, or at least I think I said that he was going to he wasn't going to jail, and I still don't think he's going to go to jail. But uh, at, at last week, I did kind of think that they weren't even going to arrest him. I thought that it, it had kind of lost its, you know, I thought he took away the whole shock value of it all. Um, so maybe I maybe I was wrong about that. I guess I absolutely was wrong about it. Um, but we're going to talk about that and what a sham we believe that also is. And uh, probably talk a little bit about the, the shooting some more and the stuff going on with transgenderism. There's never enough of that stuff. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy announces his bid for president. Um, probably going to talk a little bit about Operation Mockingbird. And uh, never any shortage of, of topics to talk about in our crazy-ass country right now. So how you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, all that stuff and, uh, everything, if you, if you've been waiting for the update since last week, everything's still all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, we, we've, we like said goodbye to everybody on the podcast and then like 30 minutes later, Trump got indicted or whatever. Um, on 34 counts of, uh shit that he probably didn't even have anything to do with like do you think he's got like his checkbook out like writing down uh transactions and shit with his little calculator like keeping track of his balance and stuff i don't think he handles any of that stuff yeah i don't know i i feel like it's all gonna fizzle but and then the the lefty people will be like it, that doesn't matter because what the real crime is, is whatever thing happens next. You know, he started an insurrection or he told the guy in Georgia that he needed to find votes for him. Like none of these things are, are crimes in which he's guilty of. Yeah. They've, they've literally been coming up with new charges and new ways to try to get him for, what five six years now it's going on seven years and nothing has stuck i think that's why they came up with so many charges i mean 34 they're just like we certainly we can get one of these all right but it, like the way that they're written is like if if he's guilty of one of them then he's going to be guilty of all of them like that's what they really want because like the worst case scenario there's like a few years in jail for each one of those charges so like I mean, if you want to look at the absolute worst case scenario, well, I guess worst case scenario is he gets fucking Epstein or whatever. And they're like, yep, nope, Trump couldn't handle a night in the can. He fucking hung himself and the cameras went out right before it happened. Like, whoops-a-daisy. Oh, well, he's gone. But like semi-worst case scenario, like you got a New York judge, you've got a New York jury maybe, uh, if they do a, a jury style thing, it might just be the judge deciding shit. I don't know if it, if they even know yet, but he could be found guilty of all of this shit and like sentenced to jail. But then it becomes like 
Does it say anywhere in the Constitution that you can't be president from jail? Like, it doesn't say that. Like, I can just imagine him in prison with, like, the Secret Service around him and shit. And still, like, signing presidential shit. And, like, like nice women who, uh, you know, want, like, new schools in their neighborhood or whatever, like, coming to visit the prison as though it's the White House. But I don't know. I don't think any of that shit will happen. I think uh, it could just be dismissed. He could be found not guilty. Um, he could be found guilty, but then just fined or something. Or what else? Fucking community service. That would be cool to see Trump like picking up trash on the side of the highway. Just like, hey, all right. And I'm running for president with like a fucking 10,000 people there to watch him do it. All cheering and shit. It seems odd to me that because if you're convicted of a crime, I think it's a felony. If you're convicted of a felony, you can't vote, right? But you can still run for president. I mean, it doesn't say, you know, if you're convicted of a crime, you can still run for president. But it doesn't say the opposite of that. So it's like that's the argument. It's like, hey, if they didn't want someone being president from jail, they would have put no jail presidents in the fucking constitution and they didn't ergo <laughs> i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen but i'm pretty sure if i had to guess this is just another thing in the long line of bullshit things that they're trying to do just because they don't want him to be president so bad and that just makes me think like why don't they want him to be president so bad that they're willing to go to all these links and it must be because he's doing something that they are scared of, you know? Well, and the people who hate him would say that they are doing everything they can to keep him out of the White House because he's so bad for the country. But, I mean, obviously we believe, and I think more and more people every day believe that that is bullshit. And it's for the reason you just said, because... It just it makes no sense. First of all, anybody paying attention knows that he did a pretty good job the first time he was president with all the people who were against him, meaning the media especially, and all the powerful people against him. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. And, and, and also, like I've said this the last few weeks, but it just kind of proves how desperate they are that this is what they're trying to get him on. I mean, Stormy Daniels has admitted that there was no affair, um, which I, it seems to me like that should negate the entire thing. Um, she had to pay his legal fees. Um, so what are they doing? I mean, is just a distraction? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I do know the next like the next date that they have set for a, a court related thing related to this is not until like December. So I don't know if they're just trying to. Honestly, I have no idea, but I do think it's interesting just over and over again. It's proven that. Like they're scared of this dude. And, it, and I guess if you buy into it, it's because they're like trying to protect the world from this evil guy. But I have no proof of that being the case. The only thing I have proof of is that he makes decisions as president that benefited me and people that I knew. And 
they still wouldn't acknowledge that and would just say how much of a piece of shit he is. And like, we got a video that we can watch here in a second. He's got a book coming out or it might be out already, but it's basically just a book of letters that famous people have written to him over the years, like before he decided to run for president. And I haven't seen it. I haven't read it, but I have to assume it's just a bunch of shit. That's like, man, thank you so much for being the, the wonderful person that you are. And thanks for your help with that thing that you didn't have to help with. And, and all sorts of shit like that. And it's like, like when he first, this video that I'm about to show here is um, from the Jimmy Kimmel show. And it's back like he had already announced that he's running for president. But like the Jimmy Kimmel show hadn't yet got the memo. Like people, the people in power hadn't yet decided like we have to shit on Trump. Like they all assumed like he's going to he'll be out in no time. So like they still had him on these shows and they were kind of on his side, you know? And uh, so this is after the, one of the first Republican debates, but before he was like officially the guy, I think it's this one. Yeah. yeah. You want to watch that? Yeah. This video is great. And before we even get into it, um, it, it, it also all this shit that they're trying to throw against him to get rid of him. And, there's so many things against like Biden and Obama and Clinton that could be proven pretty easily if they chose to do it. If it was really about no one being above the law, um, you could look into Hunter's laptop and you could look into Bill Clinton and the hush money he gave Paula Jones and they'll never look into anything Barack Obama did, but there was plenty, you know, they, they always try to, get everyone to believe that he, he had a scandal-free presidency. Well, that's just because they never looked at all when it came to Obama. And I think we all know why that is, because they would have just screamed racism. Um, so anyway, I love this video. I think I sent you this one. Uh, it's pretty funny. Let's watch it. Ghost written a book that I put your name on, okay? <laughs> and it's called Winners Aren't Losers. <laughs> it's for children. Then may I read it to you? Yes, I like it. I like it. All right. Winners Aren't Losers by Donald J. Trump. Winners aren't losers. They're winners like me. A loser's a loser. Which one will you be? <laughs> winners do deals and winners get rich while sad little losers just sit there and bitch. Could be a good seller. My daughter loves it. The dog is a loser and frankly, I pity it. This dog did bad deals. This dog is an idiot. <laughs> and poor Mr. Bear, he must feel like a loser, valeting that 2006 PT Cruiser. <laughs> this lobster's a loser. Throw him in the pot. I like a lobster who doesn't get caught. <laughs> Those losers are failures who get nothing done. Just do what I do and you'll be number one. Now, there are two kinds of people. Which one will you be? A loser like them, would you like to finish? Or a winner? Like me. <laughs> what a great video. Um, you know, I would love to know how these people, speaking of late night dickheads like Kimmel and Colbert and all these people, I would love to know how they actually feel about him, you know? Yeah, I would too. I 
maybe we'll find out one day. Maybe they'll come out one night and, and be like, all right, guys, like I've been under this contract or whatever, but it ended yesterday. So today I'm going to tell you how I really feel, but I doubt it. Yeah. I think Colbert is probably my least favorite of all of them, and I don't like any of them anymore. But he makes my skin crawl. There's something about him. And if you look into, I can't remember what documentary it was, and I don't know if it's true about Colbert or not, but there's a video of like a guy dressed up like a clown and he's like terrorizing this child. And it looks a lot like Stephen Colbert. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I don't know. Since I, I'll, I'll use the like MSNBC model of deciding whether this is true or not. I have no proof that it's true and I have no proof that it's false. So it must be true. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I I believe it. I think he is. Uh, I think he's gross. I can't stand Colbert. Um, and he's friends with uh, the with John Podesta, or he was in a, a picture or something with him at least, which could mean anything. So I take that back. Don't sue me, Colbert. We know that you love to watch our show. Yeah, um, and there's also a letter from uh, Cohen, who is isn't that Stormy Daniels? That's her lawyer, right? I don't think it is anymore because I think he's in jail. Uh, but yeah, there was a letter from Michael Cohen's lawyer to, I think, the Trump organization. Or no, it was like to uh, some court or something. Or maybe it was to Mueller back during the Mueller thing. I don't fucking remember. But yeah, he was basically like, look, I paid this. Trump didn't know about it. He had nothing to do with it. And he never paid me back for it. Okay. Um but that was saying that he paid it out of his own personal account, right? Correct. Not campaign funds? Uh, right. But then, yeah, I mean, I've heard people say, like, that gets into the argument of, like, what, you know, if you if every dollar that you spend to, like, have a story that's embarrassing to you or your family, like, not getting out, if that counts as campaign funds to cover up something negative, then spending money to do something positive would be would count as campaign funds too. Like I, you know, I could campaign better if I'm wearing a nice suit. So I spent a bunch of money on a suit. And then you would say you can't use campaign funds for that. And it's like, well, then what the fuck is this money for? If it's not to like help bolster my campaign, you know, there's nothing illegal about an NDA. It's not, uh, you're not like, it's a it's a money contract. It's saying I'm going to give you X amount of dollars and you can't say shit about this particular thing. And if you do say shit about it, then I get that money back and you have to pay me whatever fine we agree to. Like that's an NDA. It's a non-disclosure agreement. And people sign them all the time. Like when they if, if you worked at Google or something like and you got a job somewhere else, like before you left or probably when you got hired. They would make you sign a non-disclosure agreement that says, I'm not going to go to this new company and tell them Google shit so they can like make money off of it or know your secrets or whatever. Like if you work at Coca-Cola and they tell you what the secret ingredients are, like obviously you're going to sign some shit that says, I'll never tell people this. Like that's just part of the agreement of doing shit sometimes. And so somebody went to Stormy Daniels and was like, hey, I'll give you a fucking a hundred grand if you just never mention this again. And she was like, all right. And then she turned around and was like, Hey, guess what? 
I fucking did this and they tried to pay me to shut up about it. And then they're just like, fuck, you signed the thing. Like now you owe us a bunch of money. And then they went to court about it. And the judge was like, yep, you sure do. And you may have already answered this, but their assertion is that he used this money out of campaign funds, right? Because like you said, if he just did it out of his own pocket, it's it's a non-issue, correct? I think so, yeah. I Honestly, I don't know what it is that they're reaching for because even like the CNN and MSNBC people were just like, this is not a very strong case, you know, because they all know like it's not illegal to pay somebody to keep their fucking mouth shut. Like you're not threatening them. It's a contract that they agree to. And do they really think that he's so freaking stupid that he would pay out of campaign funds to keep this hooker quiet? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean, there there was money that was taken from the Trump account and sent to lawyer Michael Cohen. But that they're saying, like, no, the money that he was giving him, he was using to pay Stormy Daniels. And Trump's defense is like, no, he was my lawyer. I was paying him for all sorts of shit. But I didn't tell him to do that. And I didn't know about it. Yeah. Well, and since he's been indicted, also, they've already raised like. I don't know, 10 or $12 million for his campaign. Um, I, I think it's going to come back to bite him more than anything. I, I think it's, I, I don't think they really have any hope of convicting him, even though it is in New York city where he seems to be pretty unpopular, at least from what they tell us. Uh, and you wonder how corrupt it could be there. I mean, I would think something like this would go all the way to the Supreme court. It wouldn't even right. matter. Yeah, if he is found guilty, he's definitely going to appeal it, and it's going to go eventually to the Supreme Court. Yeah. And then the Supreme Court, which is which leans Trumpy, you know, leans Republican uh, or conservative or whatever. I still don't know what the fucking difference is. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to eventually somebody's going to be like, this is bullshit. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Speaking yeah. of court people saying this is bullshit, uh, the Carrie Lake thing is getting interesting. I wish we had a video of that, but um, yeah, that went to like the Arizona Supreme Court and the Arizona Supreme Court said that uh, they get to go back and like do signature verification and stuff because that process wasn't handled correctly. And Carrie Lake's people are like, that's what we've been saying the whole time. So that's where that's at right now. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I've thought for years now that it's all about to come out and, you know, we talk about it all the time, but it, it, you might be right. It might unfortunately be another five years before, you know, I don't know if it all came out tomorrow. I would, I would definitely have to write like a new first five minutes of my act. <laughs> I think it would be worth it though. Yeah, it would be worth it. And it would probably make it pretty easy to, uh, to write. Um, I don't know, though. I feel like if if it all came out tomorrow and I don't know how it would all come out tomorrow, because let's say it did on Twitter or something, then it would still be half of the country being like, ah, it's all bullshit. Or then, you know, it's like the the levels of grief or whatever, like they would deny it at first and then they would get angry about it and be like, don't fucking quit putting this stuff out there. And then they would a bunch of people would get blocked and deleted and 
Facebook would just shut down. Like I, I maybe the whole internet would just shut down. You know, they'd be like, just fucking turn it all off. We can't have anybody talking to each other about this. Well, which is, you know, if you listen to some people, uh, there is going to be a communication blackout if they get, if and when they get desperate enough that they have no other recourse but to do that or start a freaking nuclear war, you know. Yeah. And just think, like, what secrets do they have that nuclear war is a better option to them? Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at it from their standpoint. I mean, if there was a nuclear war, a lot of these people would be completely fine. They would just go two miles under the ground and live in their cities. And, and you know, they've got enough money and resources to, to do those things. It would be the rest of us that would be fucked. And I'm sure they don't want to do that just because even their quality of life would go down in a lot of regards. But I think they would definitely be willing to do it. Speaking of the deep state and the powers that be and all that shit, you know. Yeah, but then they'd be like in their underground city with people who knew what they were doing. And they would be like, you know, I could see somebody like tied to a chair in a room in one of the bunkers with like, you know, Trump and Bill Barr standing there just like, tell everybody what you fucking did. It's like, it's too late to change anything now. And, and Hillary Clinton's like, fine, I did it. All right. Like, just kill me. And they're like, what we're going to do is way worse than death. And then they like uh, tie a rope around her ankle and open the airlock and like let her hang out outside because they're on big ships in this scenario. Or no, wait, they're underground. And eh, doesn't fucking matter. But they pull her back in right before she dies. And then she like catches her breath and gets warm again. And then they open the airlock again. That would be a shitty torture. Yeah. Yeah, well, if everything's true that we that I believe at least that about her, then I don't think anything is too awful <laughs> to put her through. Uh, what do we want to watch here next? Uh, well, we're talking about Trump. You can watch the uh, if you can see Rush Limbaugh's face there. This is I don't know if this is accurate, but it says that it's uh, his last broadcast before he died, and he was just saying like some Trump stuff and basically how like even if they do stop Trump. They're still not going to stop what Trump has started. Yeah. Let's see. I wonder who they would get to replace him, though. I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't take long for somebody to, to come out and say all the right things, you know? Eventually, I mean, I got... Obviously, I don't want this to happen, but Someone's got to try to kill him soon, you would think. I don't know. Maybe they just have the best security because I, you know, there's a lot of people who I would think would have been had attempts against them if it was that easy to just get close to him with a gun or something, you know, or like set up in a, in a window somewhere or whatever, or even like, you know, pretend like you're going to shake their hand and do the old like hypodermic needle thing that just poisons them and then they die or whatever. Or like in uh, in 24, where the girl had like the latex thing that went over her hand that was like poison lace and she just shook hands with the president and was one of like dozens of people that shook his hand. And then like 30 seconds later, he's like, oh, and like falls over dead. 
like that kind of shit. I, how much security do you have to have to like find all of that? And I'm still not convinced that that kind of shit's not happening all the time, you know, but they just don't put it out there because it would just fire people up, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I would be very surprised if, if no one has tried to kill him yet. Um, he's so hated by so by by people who have the um, have what it takes to. Uh, I was trying to think of a fancy word there, um, <laughs> but he he's so hated by people who have the ability to have him killed that you would think it's had to have happened a few times. Um, so let's watch this video. Uh, I've personally investigated the Oklahoma City bombing case. Wait a second. Is that what we were supposed to be watching? No, but that one's only like 30 seconds long, and it it all ties into the same shit, which is that everything's bullshit and Trump's going to fix it. Okay. Yeah, I, I do like this video. I wish more people know who Ted Gunderson was. That's who this is. And he was always talking about uh, pedophilia and, and all that stuff and how it was a way bigger problem than people realize and and it, it's the kind of thing that should be on the nightly news all the time. If they truly gave a shit about, you know, protecting children, especially you think that would be priority number one in this country. But anyway, here it is. Huge cover up. Jack Kennedy's assassination, huge cover up. Bobby Kennedy's assassination, huge cover up. World Trade Center, huge cover up. OK, terrorism. They're using it as an excuse to take away our constitutional rights and our civil liberties. Cosmic flame. The Bilderbergs. The Illuminati, Bilderberg, New World Order, globalists are the element behind this. It dovetails into the satanic movement. And this movement has infiltrated into our intelligence community, the once great FBI and the CIA. I would have liked a little more deep dive on everything he was talking about there. That was kind of just a big overview. Like if you just, if you made like a drunk guy say what he just said word for word, then it would just sound like nonsense, you know? I'm telling you, man, the Bilderbergs have overtaken the CIA. Yeah, but he was the head of CIA for Los Angeles. Was it Los Angeles? I don't know. I didn't even know who it was until you just said it. I just thought he was a random smart guy. No, he was the head of the CIA. I mean, he was he's blown the whistle on a lot of things that unfortunately most people have no clue about. Most people have no clue about Building 7. Um and every time what he he said something about, you know, the like the Patriot Act is just an excuse to to take away our rights slowly but surely and you know like the fourth amendment is a big one no illegal searches and seizures and i get so worn out when i go to the airport and when i'm running late and they decide to pull my bag off the thing and go through it for no fucking reason and all i can think in my head is this is all bullshit and i want to say something you know like I want to get fired up and say something at the airport, but before you know it, I'd be cuffed and stuffed and questioned. And, you know, I said something the other day to this lady. Um, it was taken forever. Like they were taking like everyone's bag off and they eventually took mine off. And, and I said something to her. She looked pretty worn out and I was worn out too. So I go, I go, the only thing we have to fear is our own government. And she was like, what? And I'm like, 
nothing. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, it drives me freaking nuts, man. I've been saying this forever, but we need to do just a 9-11 podcast and that's it. Maybe I'm glad that you said podcast after that. I'm glad you didn't just stop. What? <laughs> That's how we need to. No, a, pod- a podcast about what a what a huge ginormous life. Yeah, was. well, we should do a podcast about all sorts of shit. That's what we need to do. We need to start like picking subjects, you know, instead of just generic. But I kind of like the generic thing too, but. I would like to do deep dives on stuff. Uh, the whole coronavirus thing, I would love to go through that like date by date and like when things actually happened. And But then I, uh, the truth of it's the same as 9-11, you know, like it's there's there's evidence out there on both sides. And I don't know what's true and what's not, you know, as far as COVID goes, like the number of people who died uh, under certain ages and over certain ages. And I've heard stories of like Cuomo, like killing thousands of people in nursing homes by uh, like old people would get sick that lived in nursing homes. They would go to the hospital and then uh, Cuomo somehow made it to where they were like, get those people back in the nursing homes. And then COVID spread through the nursing homes. But I don't know any more information about that other than that, other than what I've heard. You know, I know that they had those big ships parked off the coast of like San Francisco and off the coast of New York or whatever that didn't even end up getting used. So there was that argument there. But I don't know how Cuomo would as as mayor, or governor, or whatever the fuck he was like, what did he do? Like, say get old people out of hospitals, put them back in nursing homes. Like, is that his decision to make? I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Oh, and, and like you just touched on about the, the ships that they had in New York and LA that were never used. The average person doesn't know those things. I I bring up shit to people all the time that they're like, I didn't know that. And, you know, in the world I live in, I'm like, how the fuck do you not know that? Uh You know? But they just don't, you know, and I, I forget how many people, how many of those people are still out there that have no clue about what we believe is going on. Um, there's a lot of them. And it's 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 frustrating because especially now that doesn't matter how many followers you have, if you say certain things, they just don't let people see it. Like I have people tell me all the time, I had no idea you were doing this podcast. We've done 33 of these now. <laughs> And I put it out every week. And if they were just let people see what we put out and judge for themselves, you know, it would be a lot easier road to go than, you know, hey, I've been doing this thing. And they're like, really, this is great. I had no idea. How long have you been doing this? I'm like, almost a year. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least over six months. Uh, Anyway. Uh, yeah, we, we'll get more spe- more topic specific. Um, where would you like to go now? Would you like to talk about um, did Play you wanna- the Biden thing first? Um, that's just him. Ask somebody asked him before, like, uh, what if Trump runs against you again in the next election? And then this is what Biden responded. 
Uh, before I play it, do you ever watch Sky News Australia? Not, I don't seek it out. I've seen, you know, random shared clips from Sky News and stuff, but I don't watch it like on purpose, yeah. you know? Yeah, I don't watch like the whole broadcast, but I guess because I've watched a few, they always show it to me on YouTube, but I wish our media was like Sky News Australia. I mean, they can't stand Biden. They play these clips and they just shake their heads and they're like, what is going on in America? You know, like it's it's pretty funny. If you haven't saw seen Sky News Australia, go to YouTube and, and pull up some clips. They, they eviscerate Biden all the time about what a freaking disgrace he is. I wonder how popular it is in Australia. I wonder like who we could compare it to here. Are they like the Alex Jones of Australia or are they like the good morning America of Australia? You know, are they the Fox news or just like, I don't know. I don't know very many Australians, so I can't really ask. I do know one though. And I'm going to ask her. (laughs) Well, they, they seem pretty legit. I don't know to answer your question if what they're, what to compare them to as far as the United States goes, but they seem like a legit and it's not like, you know, like I've seen some Stu Peters stuff and that looks like a guy in his basement. Like, uh-huh. you know, I'm not saying what he's saying isn't legit, but it looks, it's very easy for people to be like, bullshit, conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. But Sky News Australia looks like. Like real news. But so does, I, I don't think that's hard to do nowadays. But yeah. one of my favorite news guys is just a dude and it looks like he's just a dude in his basement with like Christmas lights hanging behind them and shit. And that's quite frankly, which is like, I've talked about it multiple times. Like quite frankly is like sums up the news, makes me chuckle, uh, like keeps me up to date on top stories. And he's just, a he's like so patient. People will call in and just be fucking crazy lunatics. And he'll be like, tell, tell me more about that. And I would just be like, all right, gotta go. Like you're out of your fucking mind. But he has a way of just, I don't know, making it all interesting. This lady called yesterday and was talking about how she went to visit her daughter, but uh, her daughter lived near a a 5G cell phone tower. And she's like, I could just feel it in my body. And I just had to get out of there. And I'm just listening like, I don't think that's how it works, but all right, you know. And Frank's like, what's that like to have that feeling? (laughs) And I'm just like, I would fucking hang up on her, dude. Anyway, I don't know. I went off on a tangent. Quite frankly... Uh, what's that on? Is it, uh, it can't be YouTube. I think he's currently kicked off YouTube. It's definitely on rumble. Uh, or you can go to quite frankly dot TV. And, uh, he, he does what we should do, which is like, he's on fucking everything. Like it's simulcasts or whatever. So it's when he goes live, then it's just live on like 10 different websites. Well, that is what we're going to start do, start doing. We're not going to stop doing this. So we might as well start doing it the right way. Um, so here's Joe Biden inevitably going to say something stupid. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution does not become the next president again. Like, if you were doing shit by the book, then you would just be like, ah, he's not going to win. Like, I'm going to beat him because I'm going to be a better president than he was. And Biden's like, we're going to find a way through the Constitution legally, 
but he's saying like we're gonna look at every fucking thing we can and find a loophole that says that he can't run yeah you know i don't want to give them any props but it's it's crazy that they've been able to keep so many people uh, believing their bullshit for as long as they have. Like, because there's still a fair amount of people who believe that and, and that he's, you know, this evil bastard and, you know, he's a threat to our democracy and all this shit. And even a comedian that I, I kind of respect the other day was on stage saying something about, I can't believe people can't see through this yet about, you know, what he, what a sham he is. And, um, you know, and the people in the audience seemed to like it. It just bothered me. I like had to step out the back, you know, like, fuck. I went, to, I went to Washington. I was in Seattle last weekend doing shows. And uh, one of the other comedians, we had a few hours together and we were hanging out and stuff. And he was just like, yeah, man, I, I just wish people would realize like how much of a fucking grifter and like what like a sham businessman Trump is. And I was just like, I didn't want to be like, what are you talking about? But I was just like, yeah, you know, like what, like what, what did he do? You know? And he was like, like Trump university, like he had to settle out of court for that. And like, like they should charge him with something there. And I'm just like, isn't that what settling does is like settles the matter. Like, I don't think he did anything illegal. He just like paid money to people because he, so then I, I'm, and while I was saying this, I was like, I honestly don't know the fucking story behind Trump University. And, but come to find out, it wasn't only Trump that did this thing. It was like, a, you know, get online, watch your classes online or whatever, and you can get a full credited degree or whatever. And so Trump was like, yeah, all right, I'll sign my name to that. We can have a Trump version of it. And then it, it's the same with the Stormy Daniels thing. Like, I don't think Trump was there. Like, all right, welcome to lesson one of the fucking school that you're going to. I'm going to teach you shit. He was just like the money behind it. But uh, the point being, like, other people did the exact same thing. Like, there were multiple online schools that it turns out like a business didn't give a fuck that you got a degree from an online school. They might nowadays, but Trump was an early adopter. I don't know. But he's done that with a lot of things, just like all the tax loopholes. He's like, I didn't do anything illegal. You know, like, yeah, is it, um, you know, I know that it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be this way, but it was, and I took advantage of it because I'm smart with money and, you know, um, what do we got here? Is that the Fetterman video? Is that what we should play next? Yeah, and um, a lot of these I don't think the first one is definitely Photoshop, the one of Biden with the tattoo and stuff. Um, and we'll talk about the others afterwards, but a few of them are are interesting. Okay, so we're playing the one with Fetterman. Mm -hmm. It's time to start seeing what the rest of us are seeing. Reality has been manipulated for our control. It's like watching one big movie. If all of this seems weird, it's because it is. Nothing is as it seems. The narratives that are being told are not what they seem. It's time to wake up that this is not our reality. It's time.
that with Obama in the hand? Yeah, see, that seems like a Photoshop thing to me. I And I don't know. Apparently, it's if the video is to be believed, then someone had to Photoshop uh, Michelle Obama into that picture because Obama was holding hands with somebody else. Or maybe Michelle was just making an ugly face and they were like, just put a different picture of her in there. But I don't know. That, that one weirded me out. The Fetterman one, I've, I've read uh, lots of tweets and I've seen lots of people like actually went through and did example shots of like, here's this lens versus this lens and this angle versus this angle. And all of them kind of did the same thing as the Fetterman picture did, which is like make your head look more overly and like make your chin look sharper or whatever. So that I think was just an angle thing. Um but Biden, uh, the Biden of today definitely looks different than the Biden of old. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, there's no question. I can't believe more people don't bring that topic up. And I don't know. In, in fairness, I don't I mean, I've lived in kind of a bubble for a while. I, I try to listen sometimes to the other side's arguments, but I think that I've gotten so entrenched in the way that I believe that I, it's just hard for me to, you know, believe anything that they have to say, especially regarding Trump, as far as how long they've been trying to get him in so many regards to impeachments and everything else. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just feel like anything that comes from any like level of power above a certain level, I'm just like, they're fucking lying. Like, it doesn't matter who, what company it is if it's like a major movie studio a major tv network a major like government person that's like speaking on behalf of of the administration i just assume that they're bullshitting me you know yeah and usually i i feel pretty good about assuming that because uh, inevitably weeks or months or even years later, something comes out that's like, oh, that thing they said that time, that turned out to be complete bullshit. But they never will come out and be like, yeah, we we bullshitted you on that one. But everything else was true, we promise. Or if they do come out, it's already been, the lie's been told so many times that it doesn't matter. They're like, yeah, we lied about that. But people are like, you know, they've heard it so many times, it's hard to convince them that they've that they were lied to. Yeah, well, that's what bums me out about the the Trump narrative is that everybody like I always say, yeah, but still, that's how everybody feels about Trump. You're like, you know, he didn't collude with Russia, right? And they're like, yeah, but still. And it's like, okay, and he didn't say Nazis were fine people. He didn't do all of these things. And they're like, yeah, but still. And now you're like, all he did was pay off a porn star. And they're like, yeah, but still, fucking nobody's above the law and it's like well it sounds like lots of people are above the law yeah uh, they're all above the law um but hopefully you know maybe maybe this will set a precedent for that kind of thing you know like trying ex-presidents and trying people who that's the only thing that i can see coming from this that like, to me, it seems obvious, but to all these leftist people, it seems like they're not even thinking about it. Or they'll do the same thing that they do with everything else, which is forget that this part ever happened once somebody starts looking into 
the Bidens or the Clintons or whatever. And they'll be like, this is just a political attack. And we'll be like, the fucking Stormy Daniels thing was a political attack. And they'll be like, no, that was serious. Like, this is all bullshit. This is Russian disinformation or whatever the fuck they'll say. Like, that's why it's like, I will say this, like uh, the arraignment, Trump going to court, doing all that shit. Like my grandma doesn't know anything about politics. She doesn't follow any of it. But she knew that story the other day. Like she got up from her chair and like opened the screen door to be like, did you hear about Trump getting arrested? And I was just like, yep, I heard about it. Like it's all bullshit. And she was like, yeah, I think they're just trying to keep him from running for president. And I was like, there we go. Like now somebody is at least sort of waking up a little bit, you know? So does she know how you feel about all this stuff? No, I mean, she knows that. I mean, like the the moment Trump lost the election, I was like, things are going to get bad. You know, I was like, food prices are going to go way up. Gas is going to go way up. Like I was predicting gas between like five and ten dollars like a year ago, which hasn't happened, luckily. Uh but yeah, I mean, I and my grandma brings it up every time she goes to the grocery store or whatever. Bacon was seven dollars, like that kind of stuff. And I'll just be like, Biden, like, just throw that in there. That's why, that's why things are like this, is because who the president is matters, who your local government people are, all that shit actually matters. Yeah. And for a long time, I don't think we believed it mattered. At least I didn't, you know. Not a bit. Yeah. And maybe it didn't as far as like, you know, the right and the left being pretty much the bird of the same feather, so to speak. Um, Maybe it didn't. Um, But I know that now, like, gosh, my wife and I went out for some very average Chinese food last Saturday, last Friday, and it was 70 bucks. And it wasn't it was just like it sucked. And I was just like, man, we just spent $70. Like when I was growing up, if you spent $70 on a meal, uh, you were at someplace fancy or you were feeding a lot of people, <laughs> you know, um, it was just the two of us. And gas has hit five, well over $5 here. There was a place in Hollywood where they were gouging people. It was almost $8 at one point. Really? $8 for a fucking gallon of gas, dude. Uh, where should we go next? Do you want to talk about like, we didn't, we didn't talk about last week, the trans day of revenge and all that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. Well, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, it all, it just, it's the same as, uh, like, the Trans Day of Revenge to me is sort of like the the Proud Boys to Trump supporters. Like, I feel like 99.9% of trans people are like, I don't want revenge or vengeance or whatever, like, I just, I want to be fucking left alone and I don't do this shit around kids and I'm like, just leave me alone. And it's like, people like us are like, you're all fucking weird. Like y'all need to fucking stop. And it's like, no, like we're just saying like, nobody's trying to kill you. We're just allowed as Americans to be like, I think you're fucking weird. Yeah, I think you're weird. And and I don't think that, I don't think they're all trying to get children and all that stuff. My gripe about the whole thing, like I've said it before, and I, I say it sometimes on stage, you know, about like, 
I have nothing but empathy for people who feel like they're stuck in the wrong body and all that stuff. I feel like it would be a hard way to go. But like my issue is when they're trying to tell children, like you might be a boy or you might be a girl. And I'm like, just let them grow up and figure it out for themselves. But you know, kids go through phases and anyway, yeah, I would... there, there was a uh, Matt Walsh video that I saw this morning. Uh, he's one of the Ben Shapiro daily wire guys. And uh, he was in front of a, uh, I don't know what it was, like young Republicans or some shit like that. But there were trans people in the room that came to hate him, you know. And he just straight up was like, you know, people are telling me that I need to like hear your side or whatever. And he's like, no, I don't. Like, you're wrong. Like, you are not the thing that you claim to think that you are. And you know you're not. Like, stop making us fucking play pretend with you or whatever. Like, if, you, if this was anything else other than gender, like, you would be either put in a hospital or just ignored by everybody as a local crazy person, you know? But now it's like, no, you have to accept. I don't know. He said it all way better than I did. But uh, and of course, I'm the idiot that didn't screen record it and use it for the show. But. It was uh it was interesting, but he was like all the comments were just like, I don't disagree, but you were kind of mean about it. But he was basically just like, wake the fuck up, like quit, like you're fine the way that you are, and and nothing that you do is gonna change that. You're just fucking whatever word he used, dismembering your body or something. Yeah, I don't I don't think we talked about it last week about how if you know that girl guy that just shot up the, the Christian school. If it was any other group that any other school, if it was a Muslim school or a, a black college or, you know, Asian dominated college or whatever, um, they would be called a hate crime, you know, but since they're a bunch of Christians, they're just like, eh, you know, and, and they, they, uh, you know, they, they, the media, especially, just making it out to be like we've got to protect trans people like he did the shooting what the fuck are you talking about yeah it's sort of like uh how they went out of their way to be like be nice to muslim people after 9 11 happened like most of them are good people and i agree you know like but i feel the same way about trans people like most of them are nice people i just don't want the fucking weirdos anywhere near my kids like the weird ones not all of them yeah i don't know and like the people have people on the left that that love the idea of everybody being trans will show pictures of like mrs doubtfire or like the dude from mash or uh uh, you know, like Martin Lawrence dressed up as a woman or whatever. And, and they'll be like, you guys seem pretty okay with it back then. Like, why is it such an issue now? And it's like, yeah, but all of those were used comedically because it's fucking ridiculous. Like they weren't really trying to like be in the world as those people. Have you ever seen a show with Zach Calavanakis called uh, Baskets? Uh, yeah, it was funny. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's a really good show, and I forget the the actor that plays his mom. Uh, was it Louis Anderson? I think it was Louis Anderson. Yeah, Louis Anderson plays Zach Galifianakis's mom in this show, and 
and it's never once mentioned that it's a man dressed up as a woman. It's just his mom. And after a few minutes of, of him on screen as, as his mom, you don't even think about it anymore. Like episodes later, you just like see Louis Anderson with a just fat with a wig on and you're like, oh, what's his mom going to say? Like, it's just weird how quickly my my mind adjusts to that, you know? Yeah. I heard something about somebody the other day was telling me that they saw Louis Anderson on a plane or they met him or something and he was a total asshole. And it kind of I was like, ah, oh, I hate to hear that. <laughs> yeah, but when, like that's the one of the most likely times that you're going to be an asshole. You've probably just waited in a line. You probably had to like, you were up late last night and had to set an alarm to wake up ridiculously early. You're fucking tired. You're just ready to go home. And somebody's like, Hey Louie, tell me a joke. And he's like, I'm not telling you a fucking joke right now. And they're like, yeah. God, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah. In that regard, it would suck to be a, a celebrity like, you know, just as a normal comedian, I think people sometimes think like, oh, you're a, you think you're a big shot. Like, no, I don't at all. Like, what are you talking about right now? Yeah. You know, or people that I've known for my whole life would be like, hey, Hollywood. And I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Hollywood at all. I live in the area code. I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. I have friends that do that to me too, but I, I like it. Like, I think it's funny because I feel like I know they're, they're joking and they know that I know they're joking. Yeah. But yeah, like people, audience members, I, I don't like when they're, they'll come up and like make a fat joke to me or something. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're like, you're a comedian. You can take it. And I'm just like, just because I do comedy doesn't mean I want you to fucking shit on me. You know, like, yeah. like I'm going to be like, huh, good one. I know I'm a piece of shit. I know there are a lot of people who think that comedians just have a sense of humor about everything. And it's like, we're part of the reason we're doing this at all is because we have self-esteem issues. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like people don't, not to get too deep into comedy or whatever, but like a person and an audience are two totally different things. And I, I love audiences and I don't very much like people individuals and i'm way better at talking to an audience that can't talk back to me than i am at like having a back and forth with a human being you know yeah yeah i think that's the case with a lot of comedians especially good ones um any comedians are great at all the things besides comedy seems like uh all right where are we going next here brother uh the uh the rush limbaugh one is the shorter one and then the other one is the operation mockingbird thing that uh i found interesting and it's okay. like six minutes long so we can end with that if you want or we can watch it first and then talk about it uh we'll listen to rush and then uh we'll do we'll close it out with that all right know they desperately want Trump gone and I I know that they desperately want it codified that Trump cannot run again because make no mistake they remain scared to death of you and they remain scared to death of Trump uh, Trump 75 million 80 million votes and I'm going to tell you you're not going anywhere even if Trump does you're not they can't separate you from Trump and more importantly, 
they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again, which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They believe that they can, they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump. I like that. And it's, I like watching old shit that makes sense now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame he's gone. It's a shame that, uh, you know, I wish, I wish everyone heard the same thing and we didn't all live in this bubble that we do. Um, you know, because there, there are times I just, I just want to send things to people I'm not friends with anymore and be like, how do you not believe this shit? How do you not see what's well, happening what now? Twitter's doing a, a good job of getting us closer to the truth. Community notes have definitely uh, been helping a lot lately. You know what that is? I don't. I need to get back on Twitter more often. I, I'm hardly ever on there anymore. Like somebody will tweet uh, something, say whatever it is that they're saying, and then other people can, people that have been approved to do so, and I'm one of them, hey, uh, can get on and like make a, a note, which is different than a comment. Um, a community note appears right underneath. So uh, an example is, uh, fuck, I wish I had my phone in front of me. It's being used as my webcam right now. But like, uh, you know, the Trump colluded with Russia uh, in a tweet. And then the community note underneath will be like, uh, actually, it was proven that Trump did not collude with Russia. It basically just fact checks based on the votes of people on Twitter. Um, and it's even handed enough that everything that I've seen in the community notes has been true and accurate so far. And people will link to different articles and stuff like that. It's just, uh, it's a way to make people not want to lie blatantly on Twitter. And it's a process, you know, but eventually Twitter will be the, the number one place to go for the truth. Cool. Well, <clears throat> let's close it out with this video about uh, Operation Mockingbird. Um, Which is the opposite of getting to see the truth. This whole video is just about how they use the CIA to take over the media and all sorts of other shit to put out messages, put out narratives, the things that they want us to think and feel. And eh, we can just watch it. Yeah, a lot of times I've seen the videos and I have not seen this one, so I'm looking forward to it. Let's let's roll it. Invention of the printing press. There's oh, maybe I didn't edit it well enough. Wait, Since I the invention of the printing press, yeah. there's been a battle to control disseminated information. In the early 1900s, oil tycoon John D. Rockefeller took control of every newspaper and news editor of his era. He became America's first billionaire, paving the way for the power-hungry ever since. Thus began the gold rush for the modern world's most precious resource, the narrative. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA 
who are contributing to a major circulation American journal. During a Senate committee investigation, it was revealed that the CIA had been conducting a covert operation to infiltrate and control U.S. media. They called it Operation Mockingbird. We do have people who submit pieces to American journals. Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks? This, I think, gets into the kind of details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd like to get into in an executive session. Over 3,000 CIA-contracted and trained operatives were placed in key positions within top media outlets. Posing as editors and journalists, these well-paid actors never dared to question the effect of their lives on the world beyond their cozy studio. How often does the CIA manipulate the media in this way? It goes beyond your wildest imagination. Setting up student organizations so they could draw radical students in. 5,000 university professors co-opted to help the CIA manipulate people's minds. Journalists in the U.S., including big-name journalists, co-opted to function routinely to help the CIA put out stories and biases to the world. As this 1952 CIA memo says, the aim is controlling an individual to the point where he will do our bidding against his will. It's a great brainwashing process to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, their community and their country. Would you say that continues today? Well, I, yeah, I would think probably for a reporter it would continue today, but because of all of the revelations, I think you've got to be much more careful about it. So how do we know that Operation Mockingbird still is in effect? Well, we don't. It was the Telecommunications Act of 1996 that opened the door for predatory corporations to monopolize the industries of print and broadcast. This bill protects consumers against monopolies. It guarantees the diversity of voices. Today, a handful of corporate empires own and control the vast majority of everything you read, hear, and watch. From the biggest movie studios, television and radio networks, newspapers and magazines, to the vast universe of internet news and entertainment sites. Amazon has transformed its operations in response to COVID-19 to protect employees and keep packages flowing. The company is and keeping keep its employees safe and healthy while still delivering those packages to the company is keeping its employees safe and healthy. Millions of Americans staying at home. Millions of Americans staying at home. And that is how it works. It's like a house of mirrors where you're seeing the same thing over and over and over again, except it's distorted. There's an industry that is paid to go after and target journalists, whistleblowers, and inundate our consciousness and the images we see to try to ruin, destroy, or smear the idea that they don't like or the person who's delivering it. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it, and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press. So they have that validation that the press reported the smear, and then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. Welcome back, everybody. News personalities are not the only high-paid actors to serve the propaganda machine. 
Most late-night talk shows are owned by the same corporate overlords and thus follow the same script, only laced with a laugh. Our main story tonight concerns conspiracy theories. Last week tonight with John Oliver featured a skit entitled Coronavirus Conspiracy Theories. It's like the claim that the moon landing was faked. First thing to note here is that Mr. Oliver opens with commentary about conspiracy theories that are completely unrelated to coronavirus. This is a standard tactic used by propagandists to set a tone so that anything that follows will be seen through the lens of absurdity. Plandemic, a pseudo-documentary filled with a hodgepodge of conspiracy theories. Mr. Oliver then does his best to debunk Dr. Judy's claim that she was arrested but never charged with a crime. She was absolutely criminally charged. This was not an oversight, but a blatant lie. Prior to the taping of this episode, Mr. Oliver had the official arrest documents that clearly prove that Dr. Judy was never charged with a crime. Mr. Oliver then attempts to debunk the idea that a beach, aka nature, holds any value in boosting our body's natural immune system. Instead of challenging a point with science, he kills it with a smear. Everything that you just said is insane. Television is not the truth. We deal in illusions, man. None of it is true. But you people sit there day after day, night after night, all ages, colors, creeds. We're all you know. You're beginning to believe the illusions we're spinning here. You're beginning to think that the tube is reality and that your own lives are unreal. This is mass madness, you maniacs. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. Don't turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Boom. Yeah, man. Super interesting and super gross. And uh, yeah, hey, they've been doing it for a long time, dude. We, we just canceled our cable today. I mean, we've got a few things, but we're going to save like 2400 bucks a year for one thing, and we don't have to turn on the, you know, now it used to be when we turned on our, our TV, it would automatically go to Spectrum News, which is just complete propaganda, bullshit. We hate Trump, and here's why. Bullshit, you know, and it's gross that you turn it on, and that's automatically what it would go to, and. We got rid of it for a lot of reasons, but mainly we didn't watch it. And anyway, kill your TV. <laughs> yep. And then we're going to wrap this up and I'm going to go sit in my recliner and watch Lost. And it's like, all right, yeah, but other than that, like, don't watch any. It sucks because I like entertainment, you know, but I do like I know that screens are not good for my body or for my mind and soul and all that, you know, like on the days that I'm not watching TV all day, I, I crawl in bed and I'm like, that was a good day. But on days where I just sit on my ass and I'm either staring at my TV or staring at my phone or whatever, like I don't ever go to bed on those days and be like, nice. Good job, Mike. Yeah. <clears throat> and we all do it. You know, it's, it's an addiction. It's society, society we live in. And, and we've talked about it before, but when you don't do that and you're just productive and, you know, appreciate what you do have in your life instead of getting inundated with this shit. But uh, we should have like national throw your phone on the ground day. And just like one day, just everybody fucking break their phone and then just see 
what happens over the next week or so like i don't know what the worst that would happen for me is like maybe i'd miss a gig or two or something but most of my gigs i get through email so like i can still check it on my computer once a day instead of having to have my notifications on and oh who's that email from you know what i mean yeah but well, that, i have started uh, my days this pretty much this entire year i've done a lot of good things this year for my health and one of them is i don't look at my phone for at least two hours after being awake you know i get up and i try to exercise and i try to pray first thing in the morning and uh but then i exercise and take care of my boy and and don't don't get into it at all like i'll feed him and all that stuff before i even check anything and occasionally i miss something but for the most part i i don't miss anything and on the days that i do check it right away i usually get pissed off about something and it can set the whole tone for my morning or whatever and i have to reset my day and just better off without all that shit yeah i don't ever get pissed off about any of this stuff like i just i either think like this is part of it this is part of the plan or i just roll my eyes but yeah it, it is it's funny to me how people on both sides get like genuinely upset and i'm just like i'm not i don't know it's just part of part of our lives yeah well and i'm not just saying this to agree with you but i i definitely don't get as mad as i used to i, I find myself able to roll my eyes a lot more than being genuinely upset about it and i think this podcast has helped a lot with that for me well, that's what I'm here for, is to just keep you calm. <laughs> All right, man. Well, are you going anywhere this weekend? Do anything? No, as of now, I don't have anything booked until May. I'm hoping that something comes up because I'm going to need some money. Uh, but yeah, for now, I'm just uh, the last few days have been like grandma stuff. A bunch of uh, it's getting nice outside. So lawn work. Uh, mowing and raking and grass seed and uh my grandma has this uh sprinkler thing that looks like a tractor and like as the water shoots through it makes the wheels turn like super duper slow so you set the hose up to be like the track and this tractor just waters your whole lawn uh none of that mattered to anything but i did that sat and played on my phone and watched the tractor water my grandma's lawn and uh, so yeah, the point being, since I don't have any comedy work, my grandma's like, I got some things that you can do. And, uh, so yeah, it's been a productive couple of days. I got a little sun. I'm going to probably peel in a day or two and then I'll have fucking flaky head, which sucks as a bald dude with dandruff. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. Well, it was a good podcast. Good talking to you. And, uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye later, everybody. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, I will be headlining the Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa this weekend, Friday and Saturday, one show Friday, one show Saturday. I believe Friday is at 7.30 and Saturday is at 7. Uh, Des Moines Funny Bone, it's a great room. Um, and then next week, starting Monday, Monday through Sunday, 14 shows, I will be headlining the Laugh Factory in Vegas inside the Tropicana Hotel. Looking forward to that. So, um got 16 shows coming up in the next nine or 10 days. Um, 
My t-shirt is my new t-shirt. It says, Jesus loves you, even if I think you're the worst. <laughs> um, so come buy a t-shirt. And uh, it's a good message. It's also kind of funny, I think. So as always, go to making it happen, M-A-C-A-N-ItHappen.com. Help out little Bo Macon and his family. And um, I believe that is it. God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in. Um, tip us if you would like to tip us. A few people have been tipping us on these podcasts, which is nice. And uh, you know, share these with your friends and all that. And just a couple of guys trying to shed some light on some things. And uh, there's, you know, we're certainly not the only ones. There's a lot of, a lot of us out there and uh, we appreciate you guys watching us. So that's it. God bless all of you. Have a great Easter weekend and that's it. Take care. Goodbye.